Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today I'm going to be talking about freedom of the heart. We all long for freedom. We all long to live this amazing, beautiful life full of dreams and going after those dreams, accomplishments. We all want that. We all want the beautiful life, the, the extraordinary life. We don't want a common life. If I would ask anybody, hey, would you want to have a common life? You're just, just kind of you know, in and out. You, you know, you, you, you were born, you die, you get out. No, no one wants that. Everybody deep down in their hearts want to have a life full of beautiful and amazing things. Now, what the question is, what keeps us in the bondage of our life? What keeps our mind maybe in our families, at certain other areas of our, of our life, what keeps us in that bondage? Maybe another question is, why can we break free? We can break free from some things in our life. We can say, well, I've, uh, I, don't have, I no longer have this addiction. I, don't, I no longer have that. I, I don't no longer have something else. But when we're really honest with ourselves, there is still something in our life that we want to get rid of. There's still something in our life that we don't like. There's still something in our life that we just can't and don't know how to get rid of. Well, if you find yourself in this situation, that's exactly what I'm going to be speaking today. Now in this podcast, why another question, why we lose the battle so often in our mind, because all the battle starts in our mind. And when we lose the battle of our mind, then we lose the battle in real world. Why we always lose to maybe anger, to bitterness, to porn, lust, pleasure of this world. Why we can get rid of maybe unforgiveness of the past, jealousy of today maybe loneliness, maybe depression that keeps coming back into our life. Why some people even lost ability to dream again, to go after things. We kind of got paralyzed by things of this world and we don't want to do anything anymore. We just kind of, I'm done. I don't believe in myself and, and I'm done. So, and, 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 and my, my conclusion to anybody that's hearing this, you got one life, okay? This is just a simple liner. You got one life to live. So live to the fullest. Keep fighting the battle. Let's dive in into this battle and into this bondage and what keeps us there. Now, King Solomon wrote, wrote Proverbs. He was the greatest king, rich king, full of wisdom of God, asked for, he asked for, uh, uh, he asked God for wisdom and God gave it, gave it to him. He granted his tremendous, tremendous wisdom. Now, and he writes these words in Proverbs 4, 20 and 22. He said this, and it's kind of like an exclamation point. He says, my child, I mean, oh, everyone pay attention to what I'm about to say. He said, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them because sometimes truth will come, but we will forget about those, that, that truth. We have to be reminded. Don't lose sight of that truth. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, not in your mind, not anywhere, not, not anywhere in, the, in the situation of your life, in, in, uh, maybe this situation, this, but he goes straight into the heart. He talks about let this penetrate deep into your heart. For those words, for they will bring life to those who finds them, understands them, 
finally keeps those words in the heart. And healing to their whole body. I want healing to my whole body. I want life. I want life to the fullest. Man, I want to, I want to, I'm a wild at heart, like, like, like the book says. Love that book. I, I want to discover things. I want to go in joy. I want to travel the world. I want to live my life to the fullest. And he said, I'm going to read this again. My child, pay attention to what I'm about to say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. And here's the words. Next line. He says this. Guard your heart above all else. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. He says your heart determines the course that you will be on. Your heart determines the choices that you will make. It's all about your heart. Another translation, it says this, above all else. That means above every problems, every situation that you're going through, uh, anything that you encounter, encountering in your life currently, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do, action flows from it. Now, number one, it's not about your head and because your head does not determine the course of your life, but it's your heart that determines the course of your life. Number two, it's not the decision of your thoughts. I'm going to decide and I'm going to make a decision and I'm going I'm to do it. It's the choices of your heart that will lead to something. Number three, if you don't protect your heart, your life will not be on the course that Jesus wants it, it to be on. Will not be on that journey that Jesus wants you to be on. Will not, it's, it's going to be going into the, these rabbit trails and other things. And you're going to go all over the world and still be lost in your heart. Now, that guard, guard your heart, is preserve, keep, be on the watch. Know what's, what's going into it. Our actions in life directly connected to our heart. I want, you to, I want you to remind yourself this. Your actions, every action, everything that you do is directly connected to your heart. Not your mind, not anything else. How many of us has been, you know, maybe determined to do something in our head? I'm going to make a, I, I'm, I already made a decision. I'm doing this. And then two, three hours later, maybe day lay later, your heart didn't let you do that. Your heart didn't feel right. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to do it and I'm going to change my mind. I know I have. I've done this multiple times. We can make rational decisions. We can say, man, I'm going to do this and done. But then even after that decision, your heart is telling you, listen, that was a bad decision. And if we pause a little bit and listen to our heart, it will really help us in life and everywhere you go. Now, your heart is a well, is a well. Now, let me explain what well is. The well is a deep hole that's, that is drilled into the ground all the way up to a thousand feet deep. And I grew up in Ukraine. We had wells and some of the cleanest, the purest waters are in the well. I mean, it's, it's cold. You don't have to put it in the refrigerator, but it's a hole that goes up to a thousand feet and, and, and maybe more. And 
And the, the well is fed with, with underground water called aquifer. And it's, it's underground layer of water and porous rock. Now, when you reach aquifer, the, the well will start to fill up with water because of the tremendous pressure underneath. I mean, our, our world is filled with water. Every water is life. Now, some of the water from the well, like I already said, it's the most purest, the cleanest, most tasteful water in the world. When you tap into artesian spring, you probably have heard of this. So artesian springs is, is that the same water that comes from underneath and it finds the cavity somewhere in, in, in and some of the weakest link and it goes up. And, and some of the artesian springs are the cleanest, the purest, purest water that you can just drink from right there. Now, your heart is a well. It's deep. And sometimes it takes time to get into it and dig out all the things that we stored in it. But the aquifer, the, the, the water is God. Your heart is the, the, the well, but the water is God. You see, water is life. You can't live without water for just just few few days and, and, and you know, three or four, I think four days and, and, and you won't be able, you will die without water. You need water. Now, listen to me very, very carefully. I want you to get this into your heart. What happens when a dead animal falls into that well? The well is still deep. The well is still fed by the fresh water that's coming into it. Nothing, no, no function or nothing changed about the well. The well is still there. The water is still there. It's still the pure, purest water that's coming into that well. But because of something that's now in that hole, it becomes bad water, poison water. You see, sometimes we blame that this is how we are, this is who we are, this is how we are wired, but it's not really true. It's what we carry inside of our hearts. Because it doesn't matter how much fresh water you will be pumping into it if you will, you will never drink that water because, because of what's in it, what's in that well. What happened, let me give you an, another scenario. What happened uh, when, when here, here's the beautiful well, deep well, great water in it. What happens when you start throwing rocks in it, just small rocks in it? In time, you will fill that well with rocks. And eventually, it will pretty much dry up. That's it. What happens if we don't, let's say, build a roof over that well? Every well in Ukraine had either cover or a roof, or roof and a cover, or roof covers and, and a bunch of doors around it because every well was alive and, 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 and it has to be protected. So what happens if we don't build a roof and cover it and protect it? it, it little leaves starts to fall into that well. Oh, some dust, some winds, gust of winds and this and that and things that you're going through in life start slowly pouring into it and poisoning it and, and, and making the water that's in it, making the well that's in it because the water might be coming fresh, but making the well that's, that and the water in it undrinkable. Now, like I said, the well is your heart. And if something is in it that was not intended to be in it, and if it's still sitting there, you can never function the way you were designed to function. See, well was designed to bring fresh water, to, to bring water to everybody. 
And, and if something's in it, now it changes the course of your life. It does not function. People can't drink it. People can't go back to it and, and taste this fresh, beautiful water full of minerals and nutri nutrients. When your heart is dry, we try to replace it with something else. We always, we, you know, we, we chase the next things, next thing that feel good. The, the next, next, and, and if, when that's gone, we chase something else again because we need to replenish the water. Our heart is dry. There is no water. So we're chasing after something to fill it. And yet we cannot fill the heart. You see, maybe we we've uh, maybe you've been in life that you said, well, I've dealt with my heart at some point. I confessed. I asked for forgiveness. But you know what you forgot? You have never covered it. You have never protected it. You have never put doors around it. You have never put any protection over your heart. There's there is no roof. There is no cover. And life started throwing things back into that well. So eventually we get to the same spot where we started. You see, on the other hand, maybe Christians even ask God, you know, and, and, and say, God, please forgive me. Give me a new life. Uh, but they never fully dealt with, what, with what's in the heart. And God is pumping your heart with fresh water, with fresh life, with forgiveness, the grace and, 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 and all these things. And you encountering, you're tasting the goodness of God. But you still have the dead animal in it. And you're not dealing with what's in it. See, because everybody in this world, I don't believe, I, I know, I, I, here, here's what I believe. I truly believe that, that the pure and amazing heart, the new heart, will be in heaven. That you will not be dealing with any problems or anything in this world you will always be dealing with something you will always have to guard it with protect it cover it pull it out clean it out this is the this is a journey of freedom this is this freedom is a journey and steps and and that, that you will have to make over and over and over and over and over again but if you don't deal with what's in the heart you will not be able to see clearly things and 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 make clear choices in your life you will not be able to feel whole in your life. You will never be able to feel the pain of someone else and you, you will be just hurting others because you're full of pain and you're in pain. You see, we don't know why our life is going the wrong direction is because we don't know why, because there's things in your heart. Maybe we choose anger because we haven't dealt with something in, in, our, in our hearts. Maybe we fill our life with and, and, and our mind and heart with pleasure and, and lust of this world. And we go back to pride and control. It's because, and, and, our, and our life is spit, spinning out of control. It's because, again, what's in your heart. You might be, be able to put a mask of control for temporarily for a few days, few years. But eventually it will lead to death. There's something that's in your heart that's preventing from you, for you to live your life to the fullest. You see, it could be past trauma. It could be past fears that you've encountered and never dealt with those fears. It could be the fear of man. It could be the fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, maybe unforgiveness. 
And you can replace all that with fear of God. We need to deal with it, acknowledge it, ask for forgiveness, confess it. Maybe even, not, not maybe, but grief. Because when you grieve, you, you, you honor and, and, and it says, hey, I honor that thing and, and I honor someone. First of all, I honor God because he didn't intend me to go through this situation. And, and, and you, you acknowledge the situation that something happened in your life. You need, you need to grieve. You need to confess. You know, I, 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 never, I never knew what grief was until recently. I'll share the story as, I, as I'm almost at the end. Not only that you need to grieve. But you need to ask God to replace the heart of stone with the heart of flesh. Because your heart truly leads to every decisions of your life. When your heart is healed, your mind will start to operate differently. And you will be able to live in freedom that Jesus always intended for you to live in. You see, lots of this teaching coming from Elevate Him Ministry and, and Mark Owens. I just went on a little retreat, three days retreat. And even though I've been in ministry for 20 years, I've been blind to my own self. And I've been blind to the things that, that I still carry in my heart, in my well. And when I went to Elevate Him uh, Fully Alive retreat we sat down with other guys and and we did simply one thing they said hey ask ask god what's still blocking the flow and what's still still there in your heart that you haven't dealt with and i said lord jesus i said father in jesus name reveal things what's in it and holy spirit started taking me to my seventh grade when I remember I was bullied in school and there was a moment, seventh or eighth grade, there was a moment that I said, you know what, no more. I will never be bullied again. And I remember I went to this biggest, baddest dude and I kicked him so hard into in his kidneys that he almost, he almost choked. I said, I said, if you ever touch me, I'm going to kill you. And I was, I, 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 I was 100%. I mean, he knew it, it, it was true. Next day or a couple of days later, 20 guys were trying to beat me up. And, and 15 minutes after that, they were running every direction because I took a break or it was a branch. And I remember now I was going for, for the time. I was, I was going to kill somebody. And in that moment, I vowed to myself. I, I said, you know what? I got this. I'm going to protect my life. I don't need protection. And that, and that control that, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in control of my life. I blocked the flow of God because God wants to be in control. He wants to protect it. I realized the past trauma and past things of my life still blocking me today. I'm 38 years old. And there were some guys in their 60s, in their 50s. And I'm telling you, unless you deal with the past trauma, the fear of rejection, the fear of men, the fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, all these things, unless you go at it and ask God to help you and confess, healing comes when you confess to others. You can confess vertically, but you have to confess horizontally. And that was just one thing that the Holy Spirit brought me back into my seventh, seventh grade. But there was many things that Holy Spirit showed me that I was still holding on to the past traumas. I did not know what grief was. I just knew how to get over it. And I had to pause my life. I had to ask God 
and I am on a journey of freedom, amazing freedom. I want to live life to the fullest and I want you to experience the same thing. There is freedom. God wants you to live in that freedom. And remember, your heart is a well. Whatever goes into that well will change the function of that well. And your life will never take the course, will not, never going to be on the course that Jesus wants you to be on. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine and you be gracious to you. Turn his face towards you and give you peace.